from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. So what we're going to be looking at is lessons learned. I haven't shared any lessons learned uh, this year uh, so far simply because I've had, to be honest, I've had a few things on and and getting organized for the year and so on. So because I've just started this course uh, in this past month, we really look at lessons learned throughout the day and also ways in which we can improve ourselves and so on. And I just think that it's really important that I get back into the nitty gritty of the lessons that I'm learning that I can share with you that what's coming up for me, but by me sharing these lessons is going to help you because I want you to make you more aware of what's going on for you so that you keep working on improving you because it's quite easy to get stuck in a rut and it's quite easy to sort of just hang back and get a bit more casual or casual. Uh, I know for me, especially through oh, October, November, December and mid-January especially, I was a little bit getting into a bit of cruisy mode simply because, you know, towards the end of last year I had my book written and had a, a writer and a, a publisher all set up ready for to tackle this year. So I thought, well, great, that, that goal's done, that's achieved. Then I was like, okay, well, I'm bringing in extra income, so that's great, I don't have to worry about that. So that's all taken care of, I can just do that. So that's great. And then I went, okay, well, let's just have a bit of a mental break. So especially especially towards the end of November and right into December, it was pretty much into cruise mode and just worked a lot and same in January. And I thought, you know, my initial plan at the end of October was to make sure that I reevaluated everything in January at the end of January and then end of January came around and went, oh, come on, Tiff, get your act together. We've got to reevaluate because the time is now. We've got to get on with it. Okay, so... That is why it's very important that we get back into the lessons learned. So here's coming up. I've got quite a few to share with you for this week. But um, like I said, I want to share these with you because one, it helps obviously me but to get it out. But the other thing is really it's about helping you. So you may go, oh, you know, I, I feel that that happens for me too. Okay, this is how... I share how I've dealt with it and how I can move forward and and so that will help you move forward so that you're really getting what you want out of your life and um, and like I said, being aware, taking action, solving the problem and then moving on because we don't want to hit these barriers and then let them stop us. So here we go. So lesson one, what happens when your partner gets stressed? So my husband, the beautiful guy that he is, he can get uh, himself quite worked up at times. He's actually quite a calm dude um, and takes things in his stride, I would say probably 80% of the time, but there's that 20% that he gets himself quite worked up about things and so on. So at times he'll get himself all worked up about time 
and he'll get worked up about work and he'll get worked up about how things just don't go the way he wants them to and, and so on. And like I said, he takes everything in his stride to a point and then that 20% he, he gets quite stressed out. So when that starts happening and you can see the, the panic in his face and he gets flustered and he tries to go a lot faster to do things and so on, what happens is I pick up that energy and I go, oh, you know, I feel the same. I feel flustered like he does. I, I get worked up. I actually get cranky as well. With I get cranky with him because I feel his frustration and therefore I, I get cranky because I don't know how to deal with how he's going. And <laughs> It's quite funny <laughs> to watch because I, <laughs> I don't yell at him, but I'll, I'll say a few things and so on. But what what I notice is that this when this pattern comes up, I I slot into this. Ah, oh, you know, like that's typical that you do this because of blah blah blah. You know, that kind of thing because that comes up, right? So I, I was like, okay, I've got to be much more aware of what what's going on. So this past week there was an incident that came up and and and. Um, was getting himself in a bit of a tiz about and what I noticed again was I went bang into that state of oh yeah well of course you feel that way because of blah 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 and I was like hang on a minute I don't want to be part of his stress I don't need to be part of his stress because this happens when he goes into this state I come on the roller coaster with him and I don't really want to be on that roller coaster so what I did was I walked away and I went and sat up the other end of the house and I actually found a book that well not found a book I had a, I've got a book that I'm reading at the moment and I went you know what Tiff you've got to just focus on something else so that'll calm me down so that I could just put my energy into working on something that was going to keep me calm keep me zoned in and focused on what was going to help me deal with the situation and it's not running away from the situation it's just getting me to calm down and then I could come back to him and then approach things in a different way so what I did was I went off for a while I I read um, this book that I'm really enjoying reading and then I came back and went okay all right so let's deal with what's going on and, and so on so that was something to really be aware of because I don't want to slip into that same old pattern that we've slipped into from before. So that's, again, creating that awareness. So for you, when no, what I'm going to share with you is like when you get stressed, what comes up for you? So it could be something that, you know, your partner does or a friend or, you know, even yourself what kind of pattern comes up, just be aware of that pattern and then you want to look at something that you can do to de-stress you, right? So something that you can do and it could be anything, it could be just walking away from whatever you're doing and coming back a little bit later, you could go off for a walk somewhere, you could go and turn some music on and listen to some music, whatever works for you but we need to work out what a great coping strategy for you is in that moment so that you don't get back on that roller coaster and you, of emotion and you have these highs and lows and so on and, and feeling quite um, anxious and possibly angry and emotional and all of this type of thing with it. So I just want to make you aware that if, if that comes up, what is it that you're 
that you are going to do to deal with it because that was my coping strategy on the day and I thought great okay so when this comes up again I'm just going to walk away and go and settle myself down and uh, I can come back to him when when I'm more settled and then I can deal with the situation better. Okay, lesson number two, getting better structure. So like I've said in the intro was that I was found that I've been um, a little bit in cruisy mode, but I've also been chasing my tail a bit because I've said yes to a lot of things and I'm trying to do so many things that what I have noticed was that I haven't set boundaries. And it was really interesting because I was talking to a friend of mine about this last week. We both were talking about the same thing. We both agreed that we weren't setting those boundaries and having those boundaries in place. And we're starting to get a little bit more reactive to everyone else. So um, we needed. We both agreed that we needed to create more structure. And I'm a very structured person, but I noticed that I was starting to drift off and not be as structured and I was drifting into other people's agendas versus focusing on my own agenda. So the thing here is you want to make sure that you're always focusing on your own agenda. So what what I did was I, I worked out realistically how much time at, the, at this current time on what I could do to work on Reach Potential with TIFF because I was quite frustrated because I wasn't working on it as much as I want to and I was like okay well you know things have got to change so I was like okay well let's work out the structure of how much realistic time I have to really work on reach a potential with TIFF and what I can do in that time frame and then um I will will reevaluate that once my book has been published because I've got my book in the process of getting published right now. I'm really excited. Um, So at this current stage, I'm working towards that. But once the book is published and set up, ready to go, then the work schedule will change again. But for, for the time, for this current time, it's really planning out some realistic time on what I can do to work on Reach of Potential with TIFF right now. Then the second step was what I did was I worked out how much time it, it takes me to record content. So I love recording episodes for the podcast, for the Reach of Potential with TIFF podcast show and for the Tiffany Michael podcast show. So I had to work out how much time it would take me to record specific pieces of content. So like lessons learned and, um, you know, like Reach Your Potential with TIFF podcast, I do some daily things, just things that come up throughout the day and so on that I share. And then also some really in-depth content that I record on the Tiffany Micah podcast. So I had to be very realistic on how much time it would take me to uh, plan out that the type of content and also then how to um, how much time I was going to record it, how long it took me to edit it and then upload it and get it set in onto the websites and so on so I can then share it so you can hear it wherever you're hearing it from. And then the third step was to put in place a structure where I can realistically get it done because what I tend to do is go, yeah, I'm superwoman, I can do anything and everything. And what I notice is because I believe I can do anything and everything, I don't necessarily get everything done, even though the plan is to do everything. So what I made sure is in a realistic time frame, 
okay, what can I really get done in this time and let's make sure that that happens so that I don't feel like I'm chasing my tail so that I actually feel like I'm actually achieving something and getting it done. Okay, so that that was really the lesson that I learned there was to really keep working on creating better structure all the time. I've got to re-look at it every, every day, but it's being aware and then creating that structure. So my question to you for, for that type of lesson is what can you do today to give yourself better structure, right, so that you're moving closer every day, you're moving closer and closer to your goals. Number three, mindset says it all. So I've said it in, I'm sure I talk about mindset a lot because really this is it. This is why I record the Tiffany Micah podcast episodes. This is why I record the Reach of Potential with Tiff podcast episodes is because it's all about mindset and everything that we do is mindset. It's how we look at things. Right? Our approach is through what we believe, it's what we think. So, so therefore, everything that we look at always comes from t- some type of belief, what we believe is true, so therefore it's what we think. Then that moves into an emotion of how we feel, then we take actions on what, we've, we, what we feel and believe, and then it gives us the results, right? So... The thing here is is being aware that it's all mindset. So everything that we do stems around how we think and how we think and what we believe, right? So I'm going to just share what I've been doing just with my morning structure. Now it's something that I've been doing for the last couple of years, but I actually changed it in the in a way to um make it more exciting to do. And I was telling a friend of mine, Penny, about it the other day and she was like, oh, that sounds so good, that sounds so good. But it it changes the way I think about it. So rather than thinking, oh, I've got to get my morning miracles done and I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to get up early and I've got to go and do a workout at the gym and all of that. What What I did was I restructured it and I gave each section of what I do in the morning, my morning routine, I gave each thing a theme. It's the same stuff that I've been doing every morning, but I've reset it differently. I've reframed it differently. And so therefore what it does is it then changes the way that I look at it. So for example, you know, like when I get up every morning, I call it the twilight zone. Do, 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 do. So the twilight zone for me is getting up, getting ready to go to the gym, going to the bathroom, brushing my teeth, all of that sort of thing and preparing myself to go to the gym. Okay, I will talk about these in, in a much greater detail in, in another episode. But it's, okay, so when the alarm goes off and I have a period of time to get ready to go to the gym, so I get up at four, is that, okay, this is the time I'm getting set and I'm getting ready to train, right? So that's my twilight zone. So I give myself 20 minutes to get up out of bed, get ready, and then I've got to go to the gym. So I have to make sure that I'm in the gym by 4.30 in the morning, and then I switch into the Terminator mode. So that's when I do my workout. Then once I've done my workout and so on, because each time that I'm there, I keep saying to myself, come on, Tiff, you're a machine. I train like a machine. And therefore, I'm thinking, okay, I'm in Terminator mode because I love the movie, The Terminator. 
And then I come back and then I go into Superman mode, which means I power up my body full of, you know, the protein and, and so on. So I'm strong and powerful. I go into, then move into a Darth Vader mode so that I'm really feeling the, the force deep within. Then I go into a, a, another one, another routine where I call it Back to the Future one because I love Back to the Future. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And what I'm doing there is I'm visualizing, I'm looking at the future, I'm reading out specific things and so on. And then I go into, once I've done that, then I'm shifting to looking at my financial side of things, which I've called the Barefoot Investor. And the Barefoot Investor is actually book written, which is an absolutely great great book. So I thoroughly recommend that book if you haven't read it or you've heard about it, which we you know, if you live in Australia, most people have heard of, of Scott, who's written The Barefoot Investor. I thoroughly recommend that you actually get that book because it makes a massive difference to your financial situation. But but I call that my barefoot investor time because I'm looking at my finances and then I want to, you know, learn more about investing and so on. So like I said, I'll cover that in more detail, but what I'm sharing here, the point and the message that I want to get across to you here is that it's all about reframing it, right? It's mindset. Oh, alarm's gone off. Oh, here I am in twilight zone, right? I'm going to the gym. Oh, now I've got to be like a machine. I'm the Terminator. Come back, power up for the day. I'm Superman, right? I'm invincible like Superman. I'm invincible. I'm strong. Any bullet that comes near me just bounces straight off me. Then I shift into Darth Vader mode because I love Darth Vader. I love the original Star Wars movies. So Darth Vader, I loved the power that he had, that force that he had, that control that he had that really appeals to me. Then the Back to the Future, I love that movie so much. Michael J. Fox in it. But Back to the Future, it brings excitement because I'm working on my future right? And then that barefoot investor is like barefoot investor to me. Well, how I see it is that I'm walking around at home in whatever I want to wear and I've got no shoes on and I've got my money growing for me and working for me. So that's how I look at it. But I was doing all of that before, right? Before I changed this structure around, but now I've got themes for everything. So the same also with when, um, I create content. So right now I'm in transformer time, right? And the transformer time for me is creating inspiring content that's really going to help you achieve your goals and your dreams. So I call this transformer time. Again, I love the movie Transformers, but this is transformational. So it's we're working on, you know, becoming better. So we keep transforming ourselves. When I teach golf, it's golf ninja time. I'm sort of in between golf ninja and golf warrior, I'm not sure. But rather than going, oh, I've got to go and teach golf now, it's like, oh, this is golf ninja time. Ha ha, let's get on with it. Or golf warrior so that we can zone in and, and you know, be the best that we can when, we, when, we, when I'm teaching golf. But my clients are te- learning golf and so on so that they can be better and better as well. So, we've, so it's all uh, reframing how you look at it. So as you can see here is everything that I'm doing is still the same, but I've just changed it into different themes. So that's that's that was a great lesson I learned last week um, and I wanted to share that with you. So my question for you out of this lesson that I learned is for you is how will you reframe your approach to your day? So everything that you're doing and the habits that you're creating and the systems that you're doing, what can you do to reframe that? 
Now, lesson number four, habits. Habits are the key to everything that we do, right? So belief is ultimate. So what you believe is going to be what's true to you. So if you believe that you can get anywhere, then you will be able to do that. If you believe that you can't, you won't. It's, it's as simple as that. And I can share that, and I've shared that before with many times with when I was pursuing my tennis career when I was a junior and early adult. And because my belief was so low, I didn't believe that I could do it, even though I wanted it so badly. I didn't achieve it. Why? Because deep down, I didn't believe that I could do it. Deep down, I didn't believe that I was good enough. Deep down, I believed I was a failure. So what happened? I failed. In my eyes, I failed. In my eyes, I wasn't good enough. Even though I knew I had the talent to get there. I knew I had it, but I didn't believe that I could do it. Right? And Napoleon Hill talks about that. I, I it's got this... Um, saying about if you think you can't, you're right, and if you think you can, you're right. And that's right. If you think that you can't do something, then, yep, you're right, because that's what you believe. And if you think that you can do something, yep, you're right as well, because that's what you believe. You believe that you can do it. So moving into the habits, though, because this is what I want to talk about right now through this lesson is habits play a major role in getting what you want because yes the belief is is true so whatever you believe will will happen but it's also the habits will also create the results so for example if you eat too much processed high fatty foods what will happen you get fat right if you smoke Right, that's another habit. You could get lung cancer, emphysema, your lung problems. Right, that's possibilities, and that's a result of smoking. What about if you ran five k's a day, five kilometers a day? What and, and ate healthy? Oh, you get slimmer. And what if you lifted weights? Right, a habit of lifting weights every day. You get stronger. You get more toned. What happened if you had a habit of never lifting weights, right? Your muscles would deteriorate, so your muscles, you'd have no muscles and you'd lose muscular strength because as you get older, that naturally happens anyway unless you train yourself and keep working on building your muscles. So that's just an example of habits. But if you want to achieve the things that you want, you need to create the habits that that will help you. Now, I have a whole lot of habits that I've created on a daily basis that were, that's designed to help me achieving my goals. And I shared with that earlier to you with regards to just even the reframing. I've got the Twilight Zone, the Terminator, Superman, Darth Vader time, you know, Back to the Future and Barefoot Investor time and all of that kind of thing. But here's, here's some examples of some habits that, that are part of what I do. And I do these because I have a mission, okay, which I'll share what that mission is in a minute. But so – Here's some examples of my habits, right? I meditate, I visualize, I actually sit there and I visualize of the person that I want to be, the type of business that I want and so on and 
what it is that I want to achieve. I read out my vision. I read out my standards. I read out my values. I read out my goal statement for 2019. I read out my initiative and leadership statement. I read out my morning miracles. I write out my morning miracle questions and answer them and affirmations and so on. And why do I do these? Why do I do these? These are my habits because I have a mission. And my mission is to inspire girls, teenage girls and women to believe, really believe deep, deep, deep into their core that they can do anything and they can achieve their dreams in their life. And these are just, you know, a a small selection of habits, but these are some habits that will create this mission that I'm working on. So the thing is, is habits are key also to making sure that we have the success and we achieve what we want. So I want you to be thinking about right now, I want you to be thinking about some habits that you can create that will get you working towards your goals. Now you won't see the results straight away. You won't see them because, you know, because I'm meditating and visualizing and reading out my mission statement and and so on. doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to achieve it tomorrow. But I know by doing it on a daily basis, it's going to create a a good habit for me. By creating that good habit, then gives me a good mindset and the right mindset so that what I'm doing is the actions that I take is working towards achieving the goals that I want to achieve. I know if I don't do those, I tend to drift along and then I can't get my focus in as well and then I'm not achieving and working towards my ideal goals. So for you, what I want you to do today is I want you to just think of one major habit that you could add into your daily routine that you could that you that will make a difference to you. You know and like I said, just by doing it once a day is going to be part of that building block that's going to give you the help you towards achieving your goals whatever your goals may be. And then I want you to share with me what that habit is. So you're going to have to um, reach out and share it to me. And lesson number five, you might like this one. When I'm tired, I look for sweet food. You're probably going, yep, I feel like that too, Tiff. Well, you know what? That's me. When I get really tired, I do. I start looking for for sweet food because I know that my energy levels are down and depleted. And I also know that I'm tired and I should most likely go to bed rather than start looking for something nice, looking for something sweet because I love sweet food, right? I have a sweet tooth. That's one of my vices, right? We all have something. And my vice is sweet food. My husband's vice is he loves... um, to his old beer, right? But he doesn't drink a lot of it, but he loves the taste of it. Whereas me, I love the taste of of um, sweet food. So I have a real thing for honey, like creamed honey and honey, creamed honey and oats and creamed honey with those, you know, with wraps and just put creamed honey all over them and eat lots of them. And I love chocolate, especially Cadbury's, Cadbury's chocolate. And I love lollies. Right, so I know that when I'm tired, I start looking for those things. 
And I, I, I find that when I start looking for those things, it's not good for me because I know what I'm like. Once I get the taste for it, you may be the same. Once I get the taste for it, I want more. Right, so the, if you're a person that can have like a little piece of chocolate, I'm so proud of you and not have any more. I'm so proud of you because I know, right, I know that I can't do that because I know that I want more. So when I'm in that, that situation of wanting something sweet, <laughs> watch out. But majority of the time when I'm not tired, I'm fine. It's not a problem. I don't even consider it. But I know when my energy levels are low, and when I'm tired, I will start looking for that. So that's my challenge that I've got right now. I haven't solved it yet. I'm working on it. It's always a work in progress, this one. But I have to learn. I have to keep learning and teaching myself how to manage it better. And I know once I get into the flow of I need to have something sweet and I start having something sweet, that's it. That's a hard part, right? I never want to stop. I want to just keep going because I enjoy it so much. And like I said, this is currently a work in progress for me. So I'm not going to confess that, hey, guess what? You know, I've got this all sorted out yet. I haven't, but I'm working on it. And it's a, it's a, this is a current lesson that I keep working on. And, you know, I'll figure it out. But I'll share with you how my plan goes for this next week. So this is my plan for this week. But I have to put this, set this up so that I make sure that it, it actually does happen, right? Because I know that our mind is very powerful and we can talk ourselves out of things. So what I'm decided to do for this next week, when I'm craving something, when I'm really tired, I'm going to put the apple cider vinegar out on the bench. Now, apple cider vinegar, you know, it has all these supposed um, health benefits, right? So good for the body, good for blood sugar, good for the menstrual cycles, good for weight loss, good for improved digestion and so on, right? Lot, there's lots of other things. But like I said, this is going to be a work in progress for me because I want to see what happens when I have this. Does it control the cravings when I'm tired? And if you've tried this out, let me know how you've gone with it and has it worked for you because, like I said, this is a work in progress for me. I'm working on managing myself better like I'm not saying I've got it figured out yet because I'm admitting to you that I haven't but it's really managing the sweet tooth especially when I'm tired so like I said I'm going to do the apple cider vinegar when I start craving something sweet especially when I'm really tired and then next week I'll share with you and let you know how I went with it could I could I control it did I go and make myself have some apple cider vinegar or did I go, no, Tiff, you're not going to do that. You're going for the sweets. We'll see who wins, whether my mind wins or my taste buds win. (laughs) I'll let you know on that one. But those are the lessons learned for this week. So lesson one was, you know, how to deal with things when you're, you know, you're picking up the energy from your partner when your partner gets stressed or your husband or wife or whomever, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, friend, whatever. Number two was uh, working out, getting the timing right for getting things done. Number three was mindset is everything, and it's how we pro- how we approach everything in our in our minds, so that we can really achieve things that we want to achieve. Number four is our habits, so our habits are really key to getting what we want. And then number five was what I've just shared with you is uh, you know when you're tired, looking for food to give you energy. How do we deal with that? 
Okay, so like I said, I hope you enjoyed those lessons. I love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today or if any of these lessons resonated with you or you want to share with me how you deal with certain situations that come up and you've also answered some questions that I've posed uh, to you. I'd love to hear from you. And um, if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, love it if you could share with your friends these episodes. That'd be awesome. And uh, I'll look, if you've got 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review on iTunes and share what you're getting out of these episodes because we want to build the Reach of Potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye.